0: o sada shiva samarampham shankara acharya madhyamam asmada acharya vande guru paramparam vidita shastra sudha jaladhe mahito panishat kaditharthanithe hridaye kalaye vimalam charanam bhava shankara this sheet of the program was being chucked out yesterday night and uh, we thought Professor Nagraj Nischal uh, was going to speak for 10 minutes. He did not do that. <laughs> he left more time for me. <laughs> so <laughs> I am taking that liberty and I am uh, going to cover a few things uh, in the form of introduction to the whole conference. First of all, pranams to uh, the form of Shankaracharya that is sitting here, Swami Adhyaanandaji. Uh, we have asked him to talk about his uh, Brahma Sutra commentary uh, as a discourse to the students. When he said he was not going to do that, Uh, realized how much a perfectionist he is about uh, giving such discourses. He said, if I have to speak on that I have to first of all introduce them to Adhyasabhasya, I have to introduce them to uh, so many foundations of uh, Brahma Sutra Vashya, without that uh, no Brahma Sutra uh, classes can take place. Uh, And then he shifted to uh, Vakya Vritti and Laghu Vakya Vritti, he said that is enough for uh, the beginners who just want to learn the beginnings of uh, uh, Advaita Vedanta. It's a very interesting uh, Prakarana Grantha. Uh, Math has published an English translation of that also. Some people probably have read that and they can even bring copies of that to the classes that he is going to conduct. On uh, Laghuvak Vritti. and uh, if necessary, maybe we can also supply those copies. And you have to just sit with him, talk to him, to know the breadth and depth of his knowledge in just not just in Advaita Vedanta, but in all the uh, shastras that are required to for the practice of uh, Advaita Vedanta. And uh, Professor Srinivasavarakedi has been my Mm, friend philosopher and guide for a very long time. And uh, I agree completely with uh, Sundarji in uh, saying that every time we hear there is something new, something inspiring, something invigorating. And I keep telling him, you are not just a very good leader, he's a all those who know him as a director of Sanskrit Academy and wherever he went, he lead the places and brought them up. Uh, As an administrative leader, he is very well known. But uh, as an academic leader also, everywhere he goes, every speech he gives is a new idea presented. Uh, That way I keep learning from him. Professor Nagraj Nechal, I know through my correspondence uh, regarding this conference and uh, his discipline, statistics, is now ruling the roost in computation <laughs> everywhere. Big data—the <laughs> whole world is now statistics. Uh, so, and uh, if, if him having uh, background in Indic knowledge systems and bringing a combination of that is a great advantage. And uh, I have to do pranams to. Uh, Many respectable people on the other side of the stage also. Uh, We have uh, Harikiranji, when he conceived this program, he wanted to title it as a conference where sages, scholars, and seekers are going to uh, meet together to discuss Advaita Vedanta and its application for the oneness of the world. and in that, if you see saints, sages, we have so many of them here. Uh, Swami Narasim has come from Bombay. Yesterday I was talking to him how senior a scholar he is. And he was the direct uh, disciple of Swami ji uh, from what I, heard, I hear from him. And uh, we have Swami Sharadanandaji here. Uh, uh, he conducts yagnas, yagas, uh, rituals. We have uh, Swamiji's coming from Ramakrishnamat, Swami Japasiddhananda ji, Swami Vedarthananda ji uh, pub- uh, presenting papers, and the valedictory address is going to be given by Swami Atma Vidyananda ji, the Vice Chancellor of Ramakrishnamat University. Um, so many Swamis, maybe uh, 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 Narsim Anandaji from Ramakrishna Math Advaita Ashram also is there. If I missed some names of Swamiji's, uh, it's my mistake. But we have such a galaxy, a huge uh, list of Swamiji's, sages, what uh, Harikiranji wanted to call. And we have scholars, none other than uh, Manidravida Shastrigal, Pujya Shastri Shastrigal is sitting just in front of me. Uh, actually, that just that presence for any Advaita Shastra uh, gathering, that presence itself brings a great honor to the gathering. Uh, it's known, it's well known, but uh, we are so lucky to have him here. And uh, we have people like Professor Korada Subramanyam, uh, uh, a great uh, scholar of um, many different Shastras, And the faculty of Chinmaya Pit itself is a very big, very good gathering of scholars. We have uh, the Vice-Chancellor of Kripalu uh, University coming from Odisha. And uh, we have a great scholar and sage together, Sri Vamadeva Shastri, uh, uh, David Shrology. He is a sage and scholar together. (laughs) He is a practitioner of Sri Vidya. He is a follower of Sri Ramana Maharshi. He is an Ayurveda person, Ayurveda and mind. There are many different areas in which he specializes. And uh, we have so many, uh, Dr. Arvind Rao Garu, uh, great uh, scholars sitting here and also uh, seekers. I am one of them. And uh, there are many others, uh, seekers, sadhakas of uh, Advaita uh, Vedanta all gathered here we the way sri harikiranji dreamt of uh, it is happening and uh, he is uh, not just a bhakta of uh, shankara bhagavan he is a veera bhakta uh, see, <laughs> veera bhakti of shiva <laughs> brought <Veera> Shaivism. <laughs> he is a veera advaitin uh, he is uh, his emotional attachment for advaita is so much that one day he rang me up and said he wants to commit Prayas Chitta. Uh, I said, why? What did you do? He says he wants to do Prayas Chitta in behalf of Shankaracharya. If he has committed any mistakes, whatever mistakes he has committed. I said, no, no, because you are a Bhakta of uh, Shankara, you should not even think of his mistakes. <laughs> even imagine of his mistakes. So... Uh, but that is the commitment, that is the amount of involvement in him for Shankara. And uh, this conference has been pestering me to uh, conceive, uh, write a concept note and start from a very, very long time. And uh, uh, we, we had many administrative issues to capture and it got delayed but now that it is taking place with such a big number of scholars participating he's literally dancing every day with joy that wow this is happening so many people have gathered such a big number of scholars and it's going to happen now and uh, when we were conceiving of this uh, conference uh, we uh, when we drafted the concept note we uh, were thinking of what to cover in that. You might have gone through the concept, most of you, you know that. We have shown how uh, uh, Sri Manidravida Shastrigal, Puja Manidravida Shastrigal is going to speak about it next in the first session after this. Uh, Prasthanatraya, the very concept of Prasthanatraya, would not have come into existence if it was not Shankara Bhagavan. Shankar Bhagavad Pada Acharya, who collected Upanishads, Brahma Sutras and Bhagavad Gita as one compendium and thought that a bhasha has to be given to that. And if you see now that other Acharyas followed the suit in taking them as the authentic sources of Vedanta, it was he. And that is a unification. Otherwise they are all desperate. Uh, pieces of uh, sources of information uh, before him. The Upanishads are separate, Brahma Sutras are separate and Bhagavad Gita is separate. Though they call themselves, Bhagavad Gita calls itself uh, Upanishad, uh, uh, but people did not recognize that, they they, they did not join them. And uh, Uttaram Imamsa, when uh, it was being called Vedanta all the time, uh, how it is connected to Purva Mimamsa. Gopala Kanji is going to talk about how advaita also has, uh, brings uh, com, uh, connection between Purva, unification between Purva Mimamsa and Uttara Mimamsa in his paper, a scholarly paper that he is going to uh, present. But uh, that very idea of unification of these two schools of Mimamsa, two branches of Mimamsa, uh, Everyone has to agree that it was Shankar Bhagavan who started that very idea uh, was started by him and uh, uh, unification uh, of uh, India as a geographical, geocultural entity uh, happened because of him. Uh, he uh, started the pithas at four different places the, that By 8th century, somebody imagining to start the dharma, pithas at four different places. That's another kind of unification. And we have listed all the kinds of unifications that were imagined, that oneness that he had in his mind and implemented, executed. Uh, We have covered in the concept note to show that he was a unifier uh, of almost every kind. Uh, that is required for Dharma and uh, uh, Indic knowledge systems, Vedic knowledge systems. And another thing which uh, Sri Harikiranji enjoyed a lot about uh, this conference was that we were going to ask people to talk about mystic songs, for example, folk songs, rural uh, songs from one of the uh, Vision India Foundation fellow, Hari, uh, this Priyank. Kumar Chauhan is going to talk about that. He is going to talk about Haryanvi folk songs. Folk songs from Haryana, where it is all Advaita. When Swami Vivekananda went to the United States, he said, in your country, even a rickshaw puller knows politics. In my country, even a rickshaw puller knows Vedanta. Uh, Ours is a country where the remotest tribal person, rural person also knows in-depth Vedantic things and they sing songs in their own dialect, in a rural dialect. They use words like, and words like Maya, uh, words like Mithya are just part of our daily idiom in our language. Uh, They have become part of our idiom and uh, uh, we have... Classical music, for example, uh, if it is South India, you have Tyagaraja uh, full of Advaitic lyrics. Uh, you have Muttuswami uh, Dikshitara, Shama, Shastri, whoever, they have all the background of Advaita in it. And if there is a dance, if classical dance is happening, the lyrics that they are executing also, mostly they come from an Advaitic background. And uh, if it is uh, Hindustani, North India, there is one uh, Swatnilji who is going to speak about that in khayal uh, songs. How Advaita uh, is embedded in Hindustani khayal songs. He is going to talk about that in the conference. And uh, so uh, the entire uh, folk and classical, art and music and dance... Every aspect of culture is completely embedded with uh, Advaitic thought and Advaitic philosophy that really is uh, uh, very, very inspiring for any Indian who looks back at his own culture from an Advaitic uh, perspective. Some contentious issues we wanted to have uh, in the conference are things like whether an Advaitic practitioner can Uh, perform rituals. This is uh, one question which uh, came up in many conferences, many discussions. People started saying, an Advaitin has to be an upasaka of only Nirguna for them nirguna is nirakara so because nirguna is nirakara there has to be no karma at all only jnana, karma jnana samuchaya is not accepted by Shankaracharya it is accepted by only Vishisthadvaitins so because there is no karma jnana samuchaya there should be no karma at all give up all the karmas and do only jnana so don't don't perform any ajna, don't perform puja so your swamiji is performing puja everyday in pithas and all that this is absolutely against your philosophy your Doing that. So, we wanted to have that discussion in a very Shastriya way how we can uh, argue that this is not wrong, there is no contradiction between an Advaitic uh, sadhaka uh, practicing rituals. Uh, so, that discussion is going to take place. And uh, uh, there is one institute, Kuppuswami Shastri Research Institute in uh, Chennai. Uh, There was one Tangaswami there, uh, a scholar, who brought out many rare books of Advaita. We wanted, we announced a project uh, using that particular source to work on rare books on Advaita. But now that uh, there is going to be a huge session on that. Majority of the participants are from that institute only, but there are two participants from Ramakrishna University also. Many rare books of Advaita are going, going to be discussed and Professor Penna Madhusudhan, Tenna Madhusudhan uh, is also going to speak about books like Advaita Chintamani. Yesterday he was mentioning about a Jnana Chakshu uh, scholar of Advaita Vedanta. Uh, how, uh, in spite of being a just Jnana Chakshu, he created wonderful arguments about uh, Advaita Vedanta and all that. So, we went on looking at the uh, multifaceted uh, implications of Advaita in several different aspects and uh, the concept note was made as comprehensive as possible. It was very well appreciated and the response uh, from the participants also in the beginning was not very encouraging. Uh, Sri Harikiranji was saying, no one is interested in my Shankar Bhagavan. Uh, why? Why these people don't send their papers? We Indians are 11th hour people. gradually, people started saying, my paper, my paper. Even yesterday, somebody was saying, I'm going to present a paper. So it has to be only 11th hour. So now there's a very big number of uh, paper presenters, very good number of scholars... Almost every uh, paper presenter is bringing a very good new point. Some of them we know uh, have the very old Indian paper presentation habit of uh, giving long introductions about what is Veda, what are the branches of Veda, all over again, uh, Upanishads, and all that. Um, We wrote specially to them uh, in the mail, sir, please do not do that. We are all scholars. We all know what Vedas are, from where it starts. Please straight away jump into the topic. Please straight away land into your topic. And please speak only if you have something new to present. Uh, If uh, you want to say that Advaita is a very great philosophy, yes we know that. So please don't say anything about that. Uh, How Advaita is a great philosophy? If there is an argument, if there is a Purvapaksha, take up that Purvapaksha deliberately, uh, what they do in Vakyartha, we are going to have a very great demonstration, one of the great contributions of Sri Harikiranji and Indic Academy is to bring Vakyartha into the mainstream now. It is becoming a mainstream activity all over the country now. And uh, today, usually what I see and uh, what I used to feel pathetic about uh, the Vakyartha Sadhas conducting was that they only the scholars participating in Vakyartha Sadhas sit there. There are no audience. Uh, they are the speakers and audience together. So today, we deliberately wanted it to be compulsory for all the paper presenters to watch the Vakyartha Sadas. We will not leave them. We will we'll simply herded them into the room. <laughs> the mana <laughs> where it is going to take place, they must watch the Vakyartha What is the point in talking great about, oh, our scholars are so great, our Manidra Vidshastri Gali Rabhat is so great, uh, and then you don't watch And like those Indologists who say that Vakirta Sadas is a drama, Vakirta Sadas is a reenactment of what used to happen some thousand years ago. All such misunderstandings you also keep carrying uh, without actually watching that there is a real in-depth discussion that is taking place. So there what they do... Uh, These uh, university scholars, they think that they know methodology, their logic and all that. What you are doing, most of you, is bring no point at all to the table. It is just some routine presentation. But look at them. You consider them to be traditional scholars. Just look at the topics that they have. Everything is in-depth, interesting question that they are raising. And that question has... Uh, The presentation of that question, presentation of the topic has such a rigor that the presenter brings up the proposition, then he brings his own hypothetical purvapaksha to that, and he gives khandana of that hypothetical purvapaksha, and then there are other scholars who bring their purvapakshas to it, and there is a khandana of that done, and there is a siddhanta at the end of the whole thing, and there is a whole systematic presentation of a point and they don't waste time in while, while starting Vakyartha Sadas, Vedas or four, all that. All this nonsense, which we usually do uh, in giving long, unnecessary long introductions to our papers, they don't do. It's direct landing into the topic. I request all the paper presenters to follow that format, please. Please, we know, sir, that say, there is Shankaracharya. So please don't tell us that there is a great scholar called Shankaracharya. (laughs) No point. Okay. So if you have a point, jump into the point. Land into the point. Start the discussion. We enjoy debates. We enjoy quarrels. We enjoy fightings. If there is no fighting, you start a fighting. You create a fighting. You create a quarrel. You create a purva-paksha, you create your own hypothetical purva-paksha to the point and then debate with it. Your paper has to be a very interesting story, a fight. It has to be a quarrel, it has to be a debate, it has to be an argument, it has to be an argumentation, right? So then we we will all enjoy. So no pravachanas please. We, We are not going to enjoy any pravachana. Okay, so uh, uh, pravachanas are all there on TV, YouTube and everywhere. So this is not a pravachana conference. Let us have only debates, arguments, presentations, bringing new points. At the end of the conference, people have to go with the feeling that, wow, so many new points. I never thought about this, about Advaita. I never knew this about Advaita. I knew Ramana Maharshi, but I never thought that this was contributed by him. And I never even heard of Sachidananda Indra Saraswati from Mysore. I never uh, heard of uh, the Swamiji's that were mentioned, contemporary gurus. Some new gurus were brought into discussion and how uh, Sundarji and Arundhati ji, they are going to talk about the pedagogy of uh, Chinmayananda. That, did you think about it? Chinmayananda is there. He's a great saint, sage, okay. But there is a pedagogy. Wow, that's interesting. They brought it. So it has to be like that. Please bring some new perspectives. If there is, we as far as possible try to filter the papers uh, so that only new points come. But we are so unfortunate in this country that in spite of all this, they come and again do pravachana. They again come, go back to the beginning of the Srishti, onkara, uh, And uh, there is a whole story about how Srishti has happened and the Krita Yaga. Please don't do that. Let us uh, have a fruitful discussion uh, about oneness. Uh, this is not a one-time event now. It's going to be periodical. It is going to be recurring. Sri Harikiranji has a plan to have a global uh, oneness conference involving almost all the countries of the world, telling them how oneness from Advaita is going to contribute to a global political oneness of the world in international relations. Uh, of uh, various countries and how it is going to bring a cultural oneness. People talk about global, global village, globalization and all that, but it is all happening through economy now. The globalization for them is MNCs. Globalization is all corporate globalization or the so-called UNO, which is a futile organization. It it, it is actually, UNO is feeling sorry about itself now. (laughs) Uh, So now uh, it is Shankara who is going to bring that oneness. People should know uh, that uh, Sri Harikiranji has plans to do that. And how it is going to be contemporarily applicable, application, We are interested in Indic knowledge systems to be uh, shastras applied to contemporary areas. The uh, unit that uh, I am heading now is called Inter-Gurukula University Center. So we want to bridge between uh, shastriya-gurukula education and the university education. So... uh, Earlier, Sri Harikiranji used to learn uh, run Advaita Academy. He now converted it into Indika Moksha, covering not only Advaita but uh, all the other schools of Vedanta also uh, are being given a platform on that. And again, in that we want to bridge the Gurukula system and the university system, the Shastra system and the modern education, and uh, help the modern education learn from the Shastra. Uh, education and if at all the modern education is uh, ready to offer anything or capable of offering anything to gurukula learning yes even that so there has to be a bridge between these two that is what we are doing through inter gurukula university center so Uh, With this, I thank all the uh, sages, scholars and the seekers who have come from all over the country, from different corners of this great uh, Bharat Mata. Um, I welcome them, thank them profusely and uh, I request all of them to give us an opportunity to have learned something new from each and every paper. Thank you very much.